answer a very specific question. What is the big deal about baptism? Now, uh, I planted two churches, this one, another one in North Carolina many years ago. At that point, it really wasn't my heart. I really had not planned on planting a church. It does sound fun. It doesn't sound so fun, though. I wonder if we can get that off. <laughs> well, hang on, because I'm not going to give you 50% off. I need every minute on that clock to do what I've got to do. How are we doing? Okay. <laughs> All right, so as I'm planting this church, I wondered who was competing with me. With a, Somebody was talking while I was preaching. All right. Um, when I planted that church, I was asking a lot of questions. I was a solid Christian, grew up uh, in a great church that taught the basics. I knew the Bible. But here, here I was planting a church and beginning to ask the questions. Why do we do communion? Why do we have baptisms? What is baptism anyway? And, and I'm Southern Baptist. I grew up in a, in a Baptist church. Uh, I was baptized when I was nine years old. And, uh, and I'm ordained Southern Baptist. And so, for crying out loud, I ought to know, all right, what it means to be baptized. In fact, the Baptist, because it's in our name, we just think we've got it right. You know, I, the, the truth of the matter is, in this, in this group, even in this group in this room today, there are probably five, six, or seven different, uh, different denominations or um, uh, beliefs concerning baptism, beliefs that you grew up with. But I'm going to try to answer some questions today, not from my Southern Baptist heritage, but from the Bible. I'm going to speak to you about what baptism really is. What is baptism? But let, let me first, let me first uh, uh, let's, let's, let's cover everything. I'm, I'm going to answer all the questions. And here they are. The questions are uh, who, what, when, where, how, and why. So... You'll see why I can't give you 50% off today. And then, who needs to be baptized? See, who needs to be baptized? What is baptism? When should you be baptized? Where should you be baptized? How should you be baptized? But especially, why should you be baptized? Now, let's, be, let's start with the big who. Because I'm not just talking today to the people who have signed up to be baptized. Who needs to be baptized? All right, I'm going to tell you right now who needs to be baptized. Why don't you take your finger. Everybody take your finger and point it up just like this. All right, now I, I, here's what I want you to do with your finger. Are you ready? Ah, yes. Everybody in the room needs to be baptized. You see, we think baptism is an event. And I've had that event and it's over with. No, I walk in my baptism every day of my life. So number one, if you have recently made a decision to follow Christ, you need to be baptized. If you've signed up to be baptized, but some have made a recent decision, you have not signed up to be baptized. I hope by the end of this, you're going to understand why you really need to be baptized. And if you want to be biblical and do it the most right way, you'll do it as soon as possible. Number two, if 
So this is kind of your baptism class. But number two, if you've been a Christian for a while or even a long time and you've never been baptized, and I mean immersed, I mean dunked, I mean put under the water. And some of you will have to hold under just a little longer (laughs) to make sure that it takes, okay? (laughs) All right? But if, if you've never been baptized and you're a believer, then you need to take care of this thing. You're going to see why when I'm done today. You need to be baptized. I don't care if it happened 20 years ago and you've never been baptized. You have missed something that is so important in who we are as a people of God. Um, Now, you can actually be baptized today. Oh, it's getting, getting a little nervous in here. Yes, you can. And you say, no, I I didn't come prepared. Well, we did. We did. We are prepared. There are male bags and female bags. And we are ready to baptize you today. If you came today and you haven't been baptized, you need to be baptized. And you don't have to wait. I'll show you that in just a few minutes. Number three, if you have not made a decision to follow Jesus Christ, but you're sitting here today for a reason, you've been listening, or you're listening today and your heart is open, or the Holy Spirit, you don't even know this, but the Holy Spirit is actually getting into your heart, and He's speaking to you about your relationship with Jesus, not Not joining this church. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If you've never made that commitment, today is your day. You don't have to wait for some divine, heaven-shaking moment to happen. It's today. Today is the day for you to make your decision to follow Jesus. And that's what it is. You don't have to be good enough. You don't have to have jumped through certain hoops He did that for you. He went to the cross. He paid the price for your sin. His blood was shed so that you would not have to go to hell. His blood was shed so that you could have eternal life with Him and live forever. His blood was shed so that you could have a relationship with Him and that you can have it today. You can have it now. All you need to do is say, yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you for what you've done for me. Thank you for coming and giving your life. Thank you for wanting to come into my heart. Because my heart, I know I don't deserve it. I know there's no way I could ever be good enough. But you've paid the price. You've made the way. If you have not made that decision, then today is the day. And listen, I know this is weird and strange, but we're going to give you an opportunity to be baptized today. Today you can be baptized. Number four, all the rest of you who are saying, oh, but I've been baptized. I think I'll check out what games are on today on my iPhone. I know. You better be looking at your Bible when you have your iPhone. Because some of you were baptized in pickle juice. You know what I mean? You were baptized once, but it really...
hasn't made as much of a difference as it should have. Now listen, I feel like that a lot of days. How about you? What, what I'm trying to say to you is, listen closely. Because this message is about all of us. Are we walking out our baptism? Do, are we really who we said we were when we were baptized? Are we those people? Is that who I am when I get out of bed in the morning? Is that who I am when I present myself to the people that I work with? Is that who I am? Is that who I am when I look in the mirror? Am I that person who was baptized and the change took place in my life? It's about all of us. Okay, let's go. What is baptism? What is baptism? The word in the Greek is baptizo. Baptizo. Now, baptizo is actually an original word. It's, it's not a word that we can translate into English. That, that's why baptism is so close to the word baptizo because in the Greek, as they were defining it, it was simply a word that meant cleanse or wash or submerge, to make clean with water, to bathe or to overwhelm. I, li I like that part of the, the definition. But if, if you look at this now, back in the early, uh, even before Christ, even before uh, John the Baptist, who began to baptize first, uh, there was a ceremony that the Jews would have for the Gentiles to be cleansed if they were going to become a Jew. If you were a Gentile, were not a Jew, but you really wanted to become a Jew, you saw their worship of God and, and, and you began to identify with it and, oh, I want to worship God. Like, why can't I have a relationship with God? And so the way there, were, there was a certain ceremony that you went through to become a Jew and you could do this, but part of it was a ceremonial cleansing. It was called to be baptized, but it, it was not the same as just taking a bath, although you did it privately. It was something you did alone, and you, you bathed yourself ceremonially in order to be a Jew. But so, so the concept of baptizing in the, uh, as John the Baptist did in, in the Jordan River, that had never happened before to, uh, for all that we know. Because he said, uh, you know, he said, I, don't go home and be, you know, don't go home and, and do the ceremony. If, if you're going to follow my teaching, John the Baptist baptized basically in his name. Do you understand? that he was saying, I've got a teaching, that teaching is there's a new thing coming, it's a whole new way of living, and if you're going to buy into this, you need to be baptized. You come here, if you mean business, you're going to be baptized, and he'd bring you into the water, and he'd put you under and bring you back up. This was a preparation for what was going to happen. Jesus actually came, was baptized by John to affirm this whole new thing that was happening, the immersion business, and, uh, and then uh, John the Baptist's baptisms began to wane, and then Jesus' disciples began to baptize. Later in the New Testament, we learned that there were some who were baptized by John who had to turn around and now be baptized again in the name of Jesus. John was basically baptizing 
uh, as a preparation for what Jesus was going to do. And then Jesus came along and said, all right, now baptism is my thing. I want you to baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So baptism in and of itself is a Christian uh, event. It is, it is not just some old thing that was taken from the Old Testament. It's not just some cultural thing. The, the word baptism is actually a word that identifies with Christians. And so this is ours, and it means something very specific. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But it's, it, it cannot be used. In some, in some text, even in the Scripture, the word baptized can, or that word baptizo can actually mean to get washed or to be submerged, okay? But there is a difference. So let me give you the difference. The difference is, and uh, there's a... Um, there's a, a Greek, uh, actually a physician, uh, Nicander, from about 200 B.C. And here's how he described it. In a recipe in making pickles. I told you you were baptized in pickle juice. Here we go. That in a recipe for making pickles, that if you were to take a vegetable and you were to simply dip it in boiling water, that was called babto. Okay. But if you take that same vegetable and you submerge it in vinegar and let it be immersed and overwhelmed by the vinegar, that was bab baptizo. So we're not just talking about something temporary. We're talking about something that happens to you that is permanent. Baptized, baptizo was the vegetable in the vinegar and it became permanently saturated by the vinegar. That's baptizo, that's baptism. Baptism is personal. Baptism is personal because it signifies your personal relationship with Jesus. That, that's what it's about. It's, it's about an association. It is a personal public declaration of a new association. That's what John the Baptist was doing. If you're going to associate with the message that I'm preaching, then you get in this water, and I'm going to take you under and bring you back up, and now you mean business. You're going to show, you're going to, you're going to do this uh, both personally to embrace it, but number two, it is public. You're going to declare before the whole world, this is who I am. I am no longer who I was. I am now a new person with a new life. I am a new creation. I've been given a new heart. I've been given a new opportunity here to live my life with following, by following Jesus. That, that is what baptism is. So it's, it's personal, but it's public. Back in the uh, uh, early church, they would actually uh, do a, a parade through down Main Street in in a city where they were being persecuted and they would parade with flags and instruments and they would sing and dance and they would shout out the Lord Jesus' name and they would go all the way down to the riverside and they would baptize in front of everybody. This is who I am. This is who I now am. They would declare it to the whole city. 
they may risk losing their business or even their lives by making it public. We promise you, you will not lose your business or your life here today by being baptized, but you are making a public declaration of who you are. That's what you're doing. That's why this is important. It's why you can't go home and just take a bath and say, I've been baptized. This is a public declaration of your association with Jesus Christ. I am no longer ashamed. I am, I am now a different person following a different king. I am of a kingdom. I belong to a different family. I am a believer in Jesus Christ. That is your declaration in public here today. Baptism is an outward demonstration of an inward experience. You are not saved by being baptized, but rather it is an indication, it is uh, a demonstration of the salvation that has happened in your heart. So um, there are theological discussions about that. There's one scripture I'll show you in just a few minutes uh, that some would say, well, that's what he meant, that, that you have to be baptized to be saved. That, that is not what it means. And and you can be assured that if you've never been baptized, you're going to have the thief on the cross had no opportunity to be baptized. I mean, maybe it rained, you know. But he had no opportunity to be baptized, and Jesus said, I'll see you this day in paradise. So there is no, there is no theological hoop here that you jump through in order to go to heaven. You, you know, I've got to be baptized to go to heaven. no. But baptism is something that you do because you're going to heaven, because you have a relationship with Jesus, because it has happened to you on the inside. Okay, when is baptism? When is baptism? Acts chapter 16, verse 33. Now this, is, this, is, uh, this is something that most people don't understand about baptism. Even I feel like we as a church and churches by and large do not understand the American culture does not understand when baptism actually took place in the New Testament. Here we go, Acts 16.33. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes, and immediately he and all his family were baptized. Paul and Silas, remember they were in the prison and they sang at midnight and uh, the, the prison shook and everybody was set free, but they didn't move and the jailer was going to kill himself. And Paul said, no, don't do that. And he said, he came to Paul and fell down and said, how must I be saved? And so uh, he took Paul to his house and Paul led uh, uh, he and his whole family to the Lord. And what we know is that by morning time, they had sent the guards to come and get them. So we know that what happened happened in the night. They, it says here that that they, they helped Paul by, you know, taking, washing the stripes on his back. He'd been beaten, he and Silas. And it says, and immediately, he and all his family, the jailer, he and all his family were baptized. In the middle of the night, they went down to the riverside and baptized him. It was immediate. And I dare you to find somewhere in the scripture where it did not happen immediately. There was that Ethiopian guy, you know, on the, on the chariot, and, 
and uh, Philip led him to the Lord and there was water and they went over and were baptized. There was uh, uh, Peter in Cornelius' house and they all began to speak in tongues and Peter goes, wait, I haven't even gotten, I haven't even made an altar call yet. You know, I haven't asked you to raise your hand to follow Jesus. And here you are doing the spiritual gifting thing. And so, you know, so Peter says, what prevents you from being baptized? That was the whole point of God doing that, was to show him, these people are saved even though they're Gentiles. They don't have to be Jews to come to Christ. So you have my permission to take them right now and go baptize them. It always happened immediately. Why is that? Why, why did it happen immediately? Happened immediately because, you see, Jesus, Jesus actually put this together. Jesus actually said, be saved and baptized. Why did he do that? Why is all of this such uh, 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 so important that it would happen immediately with your salvation? Because, you see, see you, people come ask me the question, this question all the time. This whole spiritual thing, I don't understand. I understand what I can see. I understand the natural. I understand the practical. And I see needs all around me. And, man, I see what's going on in my life. Why, why, can't, why can't I see the spiritual dynamic? And there are several things, like communion, there are several things that Jesus has instituted for us to immediately associate our spiritual happening with our physical existence. And so in baptism, see, you're saved, and the, what Jesus wanted was for you to immediately be baptized so that it, that's why, that's why the, this, the theological discussion, because it was so close, it happened almost within moments after you were saved, it was the, this is what I do, it's my first act of obedience. And so you're baptized immediately, and you always associate with your salvation, not just a moment in your heart that you tend to forget the feeling of, but it is something that you took action on immediately, and that made it real. And you never forget that. You see? You see why it was so important in the New Testament? Why they wanted it to happen immediately? Now, I had this happen, by the way, and it, this was a phenomenon. It's, my brain is still racked, and he's sitting here today. I, I did the baptisms at uh, Kingdom Bound for years. Donna, are you in this service? She comes to, there she is. So Donna Russo asked me to do the baptisms. I loved doing the baptisms. So we would do them in the swimming pool at the, um, at the hotel there on the Kingdom Bound site, and, or, you know, Dar Darien Lake. And so um, uh, people would, would come to Christ at a concert or at a teaching, and they would give their hearts to Christ, and, and they would, they would a, a, a little line would come up on the screen, if you want to be baptized, show up at 3 o'clock at, you know, the hotel. And, and so, um, so people would come. Sometimes there were just 10 or 12 people. Sometimes there were 30 or 40 people. I don't know what the biggest number was, but it was, but it was, it was, it was, awesome. These people had just come to Christ, and they would come, and I would teach them on salvation and baptism for a few minutes, and then we would go into the water of the swimming pool, and we'd have a baptism. You know who was baptized there? I'm going to do it. Can I name drop? Is that cool? Can I name drop? Uh, <laughs> uh, Jim, 
Jill Kelly brought her girls at Kingdom Bound to be baptized. I felt really important after that. I thought, how cool, Lord. All right, but here's the coolest of all. A guy named James was in the park at the campground. He was there with a group, but he had never come to Christ. People had tried to reach him. They had been hounding him, basically, from what he told me this morning, because I, I had to get some of the stories straight, so we talked by phone right before the service. And, uh, and, uh, and so they're about to leave. It's the last day, and they're about to leave. And this lady says, aren't you James? And she knew them through a friend or whatever. And so she started strongly, aggressively witnessing to him. And he said yes. And she led him to Christ and one of his buddies standing there beside him. And she said, and you need to get baptized. And he said, well, all right. When do I do that? Right now. <laughs> so she knew the baptisms were happening. And she took them over or directed them over. And, the, and James walks through the door of the lobby into, and we're out there in the process of baptizing people. Now, it was not unusual for somebody standing around the pool to go, I want to give my heart to Christ. I want to be baptized. And they would jump in the water. And we would baptize them right there. James walks in. People are being baptized. And he comes down into the water. And I always ask the question, when did you come to Christ? Just a few minutes ago. You know, where? Here. <laughs> you know, he said, I just, I just walked in. And uh, I know I need to be baptized, my friend and I. Their picture showed up. On, in the Buffalo News that Sunday, being baptized in the pool, uh, and, uh, and, and that picture helped bring him together with his wife, Amanda, who's here. James and Amanda, you're here somewhere, I don't know where you are, shout out, lift your hand, where are you, back over here, all right, let's give them a shout out, Woo! it's crazy because her dad is a pastor and we knew each other, I mean, how does that happen? This guy randomly comes in to be baptized, and he ends up marrying one of my pastor friend's daughters. Incredible. Now she cuts my hair. All right, we'll, we'll get on with it. All right. So when is baptism? It is immediate. Don't wait. Take your action. Take your step of obedience. And if, if it was 30 years ago, let it be immediate today. Let it be immediate today. If you've never given your heart to Christ, you've never actually crossed the line, or maybe you have and you don't know if you did, and did I do the right thing? See, part of the problem is you haven't been baptized. Because when you're baptized, something happens to you that says, I know that I've done it. I took action on it. It's real in my life. You cannot take that away from me. You see that? Baptism is huge. God started this thing just for the church. It's huge. Now, how are we baptized? And I'll just quickly say this. We are baptized by immersion. And I, I, 
that makes me a good Southern Baptist, okay, to say that. But now, just let me say a couple of things to you, and I'm not here to argue with anybody, but if you'll just take what I say and go look at the Scripture. Nowhere in Scripture is a baby baptized for salvation. We dedicate children here. And I'm, I'm not against a child being sprinkled with water, or I'm not against any of that, but when it comes to salvation and this baptism in the name of Christ, that's something that happens when you make a decision to follow Christ and then you, it's followed up with your action that you take by your decision to be baptized. That, that, that is what this is. Now, you know, God, a lot of people are really concerned when a baby's born. Oh, I've got to get this baby baptized or they won't go to heaven. Listen, God loves children. You understand that? He loves children. There's kind of an age of accountability thing, and there's, there's a lot involved here that we can talk about. But don't worry about your child whether they go to heaven or hell or not. God loves children, all right? But when it comes to salvation and what the Bible calls as this baptism that is the, was, was the baptism of John and then became the baptism of Christ, that baptism is something that you do. The, the reason you do it by immersion is that you're signifying death and resurrection. And so you don't want to just be sprinkled. You don't want to be dipped. You want to be immersed. You want to be uh, overwhelmed. You want it to be permanent. You, you want this thing to signify what has happened in your heart. Okay, so, so um, uh, it is... It is something that we do as scriptural as possible, and that would be by immersion. Where are we baptized? And I just I say this quickly. Anywhere. And I've baptized people in a swimming pool. I've baptized people in Lake Erie. I've baptized people. Listen, I did have a man laying on his bed, his deathbed, and he was saying to me, I've never been baptized, and I know I should have been. And so you know what I did? I, I couldn't take him out of the hospital. So I just got a glass, I filled it with water, and we had a baptism service right there in the hospital room. I took that water right down on his face and baptized him in the name of Jesus right there. Okay, I mean, you can be baptized anywhere. The point of that is this, that you can be baptized, you are baptized not in the name of a church. You're not baptized into a denomination. You're not baptized into a local church. Now I'm a member of a church because I was baptized. No, no. You're a member of the church of Jesus Christ because you were baptized. Baptism is the initiation, if you will. Baptism is that thing you do that brings you into relationship both with Christ and with God's people. So, uh, so baptism is about your association with Christ, not a particular church. Your association with His kingdom his lordship, and his family. Okay, last question. Here we go. Why are we baptized? Mark 16, 16. Most important question. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, Jesus said, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Notice he didn't say, he who does not believe and is baptized will be condemned. Notice that, that's the answer to your question about the first part of that, that scripture. Jesus said it. Listen, he said this is one of the last things he said to his disciples. This was after he's raised from the dead. He told them to go preach the gospel everywhere. And he said, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. Now, and you go, oh no, I have to be baptized to be saved. No, 
That's not how the rest of the Scripture bears this out. Okay? And Jesus was not contradicting himself. And so what he is saying, though, is, I really intend for this thing to happen together. That's what he was saying. He was, that's how important this is. He didn't say, he who believes and has communion. That's not what he says. He says, he who believes and is baptized. It is that important that we are baptized. And then he says, um, but he who does not believe will be condemned. See, baptism is the first official act of obedience. Even though it may have happened long after, you need to kind of catch up and get that done. I was saved when I was six, and then I was baptized when I was nine. They just wanted to make sure I knew what I was doing. I knew at six years old what was happening to me. And when it comes to children, what we want, if somebody is going to be baptized and they're young, we want you as a parent to make sure that they know why they're being baptized, what it means, and that they know what it means to have a relationship with Jesus. Can they explain it to you in their words? Can they do that? That's the question. Because it really meant something to me, so I know it can. Matthew 28, 19. Jesus said this. Again, this is the last few days he has with his disciples. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations. One of the most important scriptures in the Bible. And he says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. It's that important. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And then last scripture is Romans chapter 6, verse 4. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Now here's here's where you can connect the dots. Baptism is about death and resurrection. This is why we go under, and it's why we don't keep you under. We bring you back up because when you come to Jesus, let me tell you, when you come to Jesus, you are dying to your old life. You have died with Him on the cross. This is a crossover. It's a crossover from death to life. And so you are dying to your old life, and you are crossing over from death to life. That's what it is. That's what your Christianity is. That's why every day you've got to wake up and do what this verse says. It says that just as Christ was raised from the dead, see, By the glory of the Father, even so, we also should be baptized once and enjoy that event. No, that's not what it says. It says that we also should walk in newness of life. Remember my message last week? I'm not a Western Flyer bicycle. I am a Dodge Charger full of gas with the pedal pushed and it in gear, and I'm flying down the road. I am a new creation in Christ. I am, uh, I am a, a, a follower of Jesus. I've been saved. Listen, my sins have been forgiven, even the ones I'm going to commit because I've discovered I'm not perfect. And so even those, they've been forgiven. Now, in order... For me to be really know the cleansing in my heart every day I come back to him and just say thank you Lord for that grace thank you for the blood of Jesus 
thank you that every morning I have new mercies. Every morning, morning when I get up, I have to be baptizing. And you know what that means? I have to be immersed in the Spirit of God. Because your baptism is not just a physical thing. It is a spiritual thing. And we are not just baptized in water. We are baptized in the Holy Spirit. So if you, if you have come to Christ and you've not been baptized in the Holy Spirit, you need to have somebody just lay hands on you so that you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is a physical demonstration of what happened to you with salvation. But I want you to know it is the immersion. It is being pickled in the Spirit. Being immersed in the glory of God. That is what drives out unrighteousness. It drives out death when I am immersed in Him. So every day my goal, my pursuit is to be immersed in the presence of God. That's what this is all about. Let's stand here. Stand, bow your heads with me. There is a call to us here today. And I'm going to challenge you today. I'm going to challenge you. Forget that you're, you're in a Sunday morning building. This is about life and death. Either we will live life or we will live death until we die a death. But you can live a life that will give you eternal life. And if you've not made that choice, you can make it here today. This morning, I challenge you to finally cross I challenge you to take that step and to say, I am going to give my heart to Jesus. I'm going to cross over. I'm going to become his follower. He is my Lord. If that's you and you have not done that, then right now, raise your hand. Let me see it. Let me see your hand. Just wave that hand and say, I want to follow Jesus today. I've never given my heart to him. I'm not even sure. Maybe I did. I'm not sure. But today, I want to be sure that I have made this decision. If you're here today and you raise, raise your hand just to let know that we'll pray with you. You can decide whether you get baptized here today or not. We're not going to force you in the tank, but you'll have that opportunity to do so. All right. If you're here today and you have been a Christian for a long time, but you're saying, you know what? I'm convicted. They've prepared for me back there. <laughs> I know you have to trust us a little bit on that, but well prepared. They're going to help you back there. Get ready to be baptized. And so if today you want to be baptized and you've never been baptized, spontaneously, on the spot, you can do it. Just raise your hand right now and say, I want to be baptized today. I've never been baptized. I want to be baptized today. Okay, there's one. Anybody else this morning? Two. Anybody else? wants to be baptized here today all right all right so here i'm gonna i'm gonna count to three and when i count to three uh in just a moment after i pray then uh i want you to be dismissed okay father we thank you for what you're doing right here in this place lord jesus as you lead us into a life of obedience we're not perfect lord we know that but it is our heart to follow you. It is our heart to be obedient to you. It is our heart to be followers of Jesus. 
And so, Lord, this day we give you our lives and call you Lord. And we want to be faithful, to be immersed every day of our life.